welcome to Movie Ruiners, a podcast about movies with brothers Nick and Reed Kennedy. This week, it's the question that drives us. It's the question that brings us here. What is The Matrix? Yeah, I thought about how I was going to explain uh, the movie because it's like, dang, what is The Matrix? That's what I'm trying to break down <laughs> yeah. real quick. But basically, Neo uh, wakes up, or Thomas Anderson wakes up uh, realizing things aren't what they seem, and it turns out he's been living in a computer program and the world has gone to shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but Morpheus comes along and uh, they start wearing leather and kicking ass. It's pretty cool. That's, that's, that's pretty they much. start wearing leather and kicking ass. That was how I felt the first time I watched I this I mean, because you were young. Yeah. We were, you were, we saw the second Matrix before we saw the first Matrix. So it kind of... The second Matrix is just all fight scenes for the most part. So you didn't really have to understand it. Like, I didn't understand any of it. I was just like, oh, this is... Yeah, it was like, just the fight. fight scenes are incredible. This movie's awesome. Like, But the first Matrix, do you remember when you first found out that the world wasn't real? Uh, I don't, I don't know, because we watched the second one first. So I think people, I knew what the deal was going in. No one, whenever we watched the second one, no one was like, oh, we can't tell you what's going on. It was yeah. like, oh, it's like a weird computer world. So I always knew that. But like the last few times I've watched it, I've picked up on more stuff that there's no way I picked up on as oh, a kid. Yeah. Like when I watched it as a kid, whenever he gets like, he gets disconnected from the matrix and almost like birthed out, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like... I, I remember as a kid being like, what is going on? Yeah. Just, I didn't understand that was the real world, at yeah. least that part. But I did know the difference between the Matrix and the real world. Just They make it pretty clear, at least, with when they connect them in and stuff like that. I think Fox should have made the Matrix water slide. Uh, <laughs> awesome. What do you mean? What do you mean <laughs> right when he gets flushed down the pond, oh. he's like, he like crashes into the big pool. Yeah. Which I was just like, man, that could easily have been a water, the Matrix water slide. Yeah. Um, but also, that was the last thing they filmed. That was like the last shot that they, when they were filming the movie, was That's fun. Keanu like going into the water. So yeah, and they then, had to and kind then of he got be, to like have a party at the end of the Yeah, video. like what if the, it really was like the rap party? And then it becomes like right after that, it's like human claw game where like picks him up and pulls him out. But I still thought like, what a cool uh, rap yeah. party. Ooh, like, the claw. The claw. <laughs> <laughs> it's this movie for me, like you said, on the rewatching of it, you just pick up on more and more things that like it was just very subtle. Like for me, like follow the white rabbit. Yeah. I like even though as a kid I'd seen Alice in Wonderland. There's a lot of psychedelic themes in this movie. There is. There's a lot of religious themes in this movie too. Yeah, and just a lot of uh philosophy. It's 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 packed with a lot. As well as some action. It balances it all out pretty good. Do you know about like the philosophy of like them having to read all the books before the they like, I, I had just skimmed over that, but I thought that was interesting. Do you want to talk more in detail? About well, that? it's pretty cool because like the book, it they tie that book in back into the movie. So like in the very beginning of the movie, uh, Neo's like he's got a book where he like hides stuff in, and it's the book that the it's I forget what it's called. I've got it written somewhere in my notes, but it's the book that they made the whole cast read. Uh, that's and the chapter is about nihilism, which is nothing matters. You know the, the yeah world. yeah I'm I'm very familiar with yeah nihilism. so <laughs> yeah yeah I know you are. Uh, Lee actors all had to read uh, Simakara and Simulation. Yes, I could be messing up that first name I don't know most that. likely, 
But but and that's the book that Neo actually hides his illegal computer files in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't understand what that was at the beginning. I just knew he was selling those little discs for like two thousand bucks, and I was like, "What is this?" Like, he was like, "You know, don't tell anybody. Like, if you get caught with this, you don't know me." And yeah, when he said that, I was like, "What is on those discs?" Yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, I was like, "What is he selling?" I mean, like, apparently, he's like a hacker because that's how him and Trinity. But I thought there's so much in the movie that's so strange, though. It's like, why did Trinity set up that that weird meetup uh, when she could have just like he was already hacked in the computer? Why couldn't she just like tell him what he needed to know through the computer? Yeah. Uh, and it's funny. There's times where she'll go in the Matrix. I think right in the beginning, she's like, "I need to go watch him." It's like, can't you watch him from the Matrix, like on the outside? <laughs> why do you have to go in into the Matrix? To yeah, watch yeah. Him? Couldn't you just watch him? Uh, just it. On I the mean, computer. I. Yeah, it's. I think she's more invested. At that point in time, you would assume she's already talked to the Oracle. Would you not? I guess so. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't. Not. I guess now looking back, maybe. I th- see. I would assume she's already talked to the Oracle, and she already has a feel like. To me, that's just a girl that's already like, ooh, <laughs> like I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit more homework. I'm getting a little closer okay. than maybe you necessary. Because right, it starts out with uh, Cipher, Joe Pantaloni, or I think. Uh, yes. Uh, starts out with him being like, "You like him, don't you? You like?" Yeah, that's him. the first thing. And he just already sounds like a jealous hater. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's like that in everything. <laughs> I know. Like whenever. Uh, like this is obviously the first time I probably saw him in anything, but whenever he was introducing the Sopranos, it's like Same. this is this is no good. Yeah, I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy isn't gonna stick around. Long. I have I have a theory that he actually survived the blast at the end and was able to replug back into the Matrix and became Ralph, <laughs> and then only to get murdered and they pulled off their wig and they're like he's bald the whole time. <laughs> oh man! And he was bald because he was Cipher. Hmm. Oh, hey. Yeah, I see I see that connection now. I just came up with that. <laughs> I just finished The Sopranos, so rewatching this, it was like, oh, boom, boom. That sucks. That And it, The Sopranos came out right after this. That's funny, though. The Matrix version of himself is still bald. It's like, oh, man, you can't. I couldn't have hair. He's like, dang it. <laughs> they told me I wouldn't remember anything, but I remember. I thought it was... Uh, should have been a kind of plot hole. I thought Morpheus's uh, gap teeth should have been fixed in the Matrix, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, that would have made sense. Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, Larry. There was Lawrence Fishburne said that like when he watched like or when he read the script for the first time that like he didn't understand why so many people didn't understand it, like because it was a very confusing script. Like a lot of people said no to the project because they didn't understand it or like. Russell Crowe, for one, said like he turned it down because he like couldn't get past page forty-two. Mm. And he was like he was supposed to be Morpheus or potentially Morpheus. And it was just like I don't understand this world, nor do I care about it. Yeah. <laughs> so he was out. Like, well, I could see it's just sci-fi computer stuff. Like now we're more acquainted with that stuff. Like there's it seems like a new computer game movie coming out every year now. Oh like, yeah, like Ready Player One. Free or, Guy. Yeah, Free Guy. Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2. <laughs> Space Jam 2 really did take a lot. <laughs> Wait, take a lot? What do you mean? Of just like oh. other movies. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Including the original Space Jam. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Space Jam 2 sucks. Uh, and, and I didn't know that it took place in like closer to 2199 until yeah, like recently. Like, like, 
because uh, we came in on the second movie. But even just watching as a kid, I was never like, what? We're 100 years advanced? I was like, okay. I, I just thought it was still current day, mostly. Well, the film came out in 1999, and there's some markers in the movie that makes you think it's 1999 in The Matrix. But the real world, it's like much further. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like, though, how... Like it nowadays, it makes you think like is nineteen ninety nine is the technology is that where like robots thought was the peak of civilization, you know, or maybe like before technology got too crazy. Yeah, and people became. Yeah, it's just interesting watching it now, being because nineteen ninety nine is such a that would be a cool time to live in the Matrix. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) If you could go, you go to nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I think the directors even said if they were given the choice between the red pill and the blue pill, they'd take the blue pill. Oh yeah, they're like live in ignorance for sure. If I'm in a little pod somewhere, just being fed all this, like that's fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, well, I know Cipher is like kind of represents like the Judas character and yeah. betraying uh, Morpheus and Neo and all them. But but like he's almost the most relatable because if you got in one of those situations, you'd be like, this is horrible. Like I did not know what I was signing up for. Oh, yeah. You came in with your cool glasses, talking all fancy. <laughs> I, I, the movie would have ended way quicker for me. I've thought about this a lot. Like so the very first scene – like that Neo's introduced to Morpheus is like yeah. when they're in the office and he gets the phone and it's like the cubicle across from you is open. Go. Now. I love that the phone like slides too. Uh, the, yeah, the <laughs> banana phone or whatever. The, yeah, the like Nokia. Or- yeah. So, but like as a kid watching the movie, he's like, you know, it's just this random phone. You just got this random phone. All of a sudden it's like, go into this office. And it's like, all right, I'm there. So far I'm I'm with it. But now it's like, open this window and go out on this ledge. <laughs> I would have been like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> like, Not for one second am I going out on that ledge. As a kid, I was like, Neo, do it. Why are you questioning Morpheus? But like, as an adult, like really processing, it's like there's zero chance I would ever step out on that ledge. Yeah, I would definitely at that point be like, this is this has gone far enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm done with this. You got me. <laughs> Where are the cameras? I hate heights too. Hate them. So like... There's just no way. I think I read that Neo actually, or Keanu Reeves actually stepped out on that ledge himself, like without a stunt double. Uh, I don't know if he had ropes or anything on him, but you would assume, <laughs> maybe. I, I, I bet he did, but but still, like I, I hate heights, so that freaks me out. The one that did all her stunt, uh, Trinity did. Carrie Ann Moss, she did all her stunts in the movie. I feel like they tried to. They all wanted to do their stunts. They probably just kept getting hurt and stuff like they that. They were all hurt. Did yeah. you read about how... Like, I, I, I skimmed it, but I just saw they kept getting... And that's that's why you need stunt doubles. I mean, I, I do love seeing the actors do well, their stunts. Like serious injury. We got to get into this because there's so okay, much to ahead, talk about. Okay, go ahead. So all of them got serious. They had to like reshuffle the, the shooting of the movie multiple times because of all the injuries. Keanu Reeves had to have spine surgery. Yeah. Hugo Weaving had to have hip surgery. Trinity like sprained her ankle and like refused to tell anybody about it because she didn't want or Carrie Ann Moss she didn't want anyone to recast her. Oh man! <laughs> and so like a lot of people too were afraid of getting recast. Like Hugo Weaving had the directors not like specifically seen him in something and were like this is who you've got to do this movie. He could have been up for recasting because like the hip injury is a big deal. Yeah, like even spine surgery is a big deal. Yeah, I saw like Neo. They had to like take out or Keanu Reeves. They had to. Uh, uh, 
he no longer did kicks in the movie. They had yeah. to edit out because it just like looked weird. Well, because so couldn't. they did four months of training with this guy, uh, Hong Kong stunt coordinator uh, Wu Ping Yen, and Neo's wearing a, like a neck brace the whole time. Yes, so crazy. This guy Wu Ping Yen. Did you read about him at all? I didn't. You'll love him because he's like <laughs> Bruce Lee's stunt coordinator. Like he did stuff with Bruce Lee. Oh, cool. He did Kill Bill. He did Crouching I'm Tiger, sure Hidden Dragon right say. after this. That has a huge influence on this movie. I think it came out right after this. Hidden Dragon? Yes. Well, there's still some there's still some other movies in that era. That they, yes, where similar fights. They looked scenes. at a lot of that Japanese choreography for this movie. So the again, the and I don't know how to say the director's name. It's like the Wozniakowski or what is it? The Wozni brothers? Wachowski? W a c h o w s k i. I'm not gonna correct you. Wachowski, whatever. Yeah. We're calling it Wachowski. Wachowski, got it. Did I say brothers? I think they're a family. They're not brothers. I think they're husband and wife, maybe. Lena Wachowski is a girl. Yes. And Lily Wachowski is a girl. Well, we were both wrong. So it's, uh, they're definitely sisters. Okay. Or cousins, hold on. I don't know how they're related, but they've got the same name. So either way, they really wanted this, the stunt coordinator from Hong Kong to do this movie. And he didn't really want to do it. He read the script and was just kind of like, I don't know. It just sounds like a lot. And so they, he just gave them like an unrealistic number. Like, I'm going to charge this crazy fee to do it. And they won't say yes to that. And I'm also going to say, unrealistically, they've got to let me put together my own team and train like all the actors hands-on for four months before the film where I won't do it. And the sisters were like, perfect yeah that's fine and so that's why like they went through all this training all the fight scenes and stuff and i think that's why the fight scenes are so good in this movie i mean because they really did train and have all this time but also they were like this guy was like these actors were in not great shape like not good fighting shape so he really tailored the way they fought to like what he considered their strengths were yeah. as characters and fighters, yeah. which I thought was, which made a lot of sense. Like he's like, Trinity is more like style and grace and like, not like, you know, strength, obviously. And they just each have characteristics of how like he saw them fight over the four month period. Yeah. That makes sense. I like that. That's cool. Uh, yeah. I think the action's fun. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. I don't love, uh, Something I I know it was so big at the time and it influenced so many movies, but all the slow mo action, it almost gets annoying how much they rely on slow motion in the movie. Yeah, like of course you have to do it for like the bullet scene or like Trinity's opening where she jumps up and kicks, but it's just when you next time you watch it, like just like just notice how much slow motion it is, and it's beautiful. But there's just so many times where it's like. I don't know. It just starts to get annoying. It's like, just show me this at a regular regular speed. The kick that you're just talking about. Yeah. They the uh the sisters described that to Will Smith. He was originally gonna be Neo. Or like they approached him about being Neo. Yeah. And he said it just it kinda that that's all they described to him and it kinda freaked him out. So he decided to instead do Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah. He, did, and, he couldn't get a song on The Matrix, probably. Yeah. Where is he going? Wicky Wicky Wild. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't. Mickey Mickey Matrix. Yeah, that just doesn't work. But basically, he turned it down. He ended up winning two Razzies, I think, with Wild Wild West. It was like a terrible movie, uh, all because 
he didn't like the idea of that kick. Yeah. A terrible movie that we saw before The Matrix. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't I was shocked to learn how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. It's was bad just... when you're a kid and you're like, Wow, this movie sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that and just just not wanting to see the ending. I was like, This is this is bad. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think anyone could have played Matrix pretty well. I don't. I think Will Smith would have been the worst out of all the people though, because he's just too Will Smith. He, exactly. He'd have been like, oh, what does this pill do? Like, I don't know. He just would have been way too, <laughs> way too Will Smith like. And I, I like Neo just being a blank slate. I know Nick Cage was another possibility. I think he could have been good. And uh, you know me, I don't. I'm not a fan. Yeah, of I just Cage. think I'm he, so he would glad work. it wasn't Nick Cage. I think uh, you don't need someone to be super expressive in the, in this movie. So half of the first 45 minutes, over half of uh, Keanu Reeves's dialogue is all him asking questions. Yeah, I'm so glad it wasn't Nick Cage because I just pick, what <laughs> I just. I mean, Keanu doesn't. Uh, he's he's cool. He's likable, but he doesn't. It's not like a crazy performance in this movie that he puts on. I feel like everyone around him is more more interesting. I just think he. I just look at him and I'm like, he's so young, and he is supposed to be a blank slate. I mean, so it is. He looks more like Speed Keanu. Like he's just still even in this movie. It's like man, he's still just so dang young. Will Smith. Because at the time he was rumored to do it, Sandra Bullock turned down the role of Trinity. And then when she found out it was Keanu, she was like pretty upset that she had turned down the role because they did speed together. Yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking about her. I was like, who else would I prefer as Trinity? And I was like, Sandra Bullock would have been pretty pretty cool. There was a ton. So there was a lot of like potential Trinities. The people that either auditioned or were offered or turned down the role of Trinity was... Marissa Tomei, Selma Hayek, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence, Angelina Jolie, Drew Barrymore, Kate Hudson, Uma Thurman, and Lucy Liu, Heather Graham, Elizabeth Hurley, Jennifer Bills, and Ashley Judd. There's like three others that I don't recognize their names and can't pronounce. That's all. Those sound you know pretty good. I I don't think Trinity's that that great either. I don't think her role... I think her and Neo have, like, zero chemistry, and their whole love story is, like, the weakest part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I would agree that, like, I'm not, like, ever succumb with emotion between their love for each other. Yeah, the only the only reason I, like, excuse it is I just say think the Matrix, like, brainwashed these people because they've just been living like that for their whole life, and now they're, like, in shock, and they're... So it's just kind of hard to process everything that's going on. <laughs> When they meet for the first time, like in that club, and then like when Keanu gets in the car mm-hmm. with her, she calls him Copper Top. Do you know what that means? I didn't. What's that? It's referring to Duracell battery, and at the time he's still plugged in, so he's a battery. Oh, okay. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I thought I that was pretty that. dope. Yeah. I was like, I read that. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, Copper Top. Switch mouse. There's a lot of interesting names in this movie. Neo, I think they're a little bit they're a little on the nose sometimes. Yeah, I think Morpheus. I think that has a that's like God of Dreams or something in Greek mythology. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's cool too because he's the one that wakes people up from yeah. their Matrix dream or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's so woke. There, I mean, <laughs> he does. He is super woke. Lawrence Fisher, and that's what I was going to get back to was that he said playing this role. Was kind of like playing like Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. He kind of has that, that Darth Vader tone. I, I I just thought that was a cool, like, he said that when he watched it, that, that, that like, he was like, it scared the shit out of me. Like, watching, like, the Morpheus character. And I was kind of like, well, that's a little pre- pretentious to say that you're acting scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, man, <laughs> <Yeah. ooh. laughs> that Morpheus guy <laughs> scared the shit out of me. It's just like, dude. Yeah, I was you. never scared. Uh, I wasn't either. Morpheus was almost like comforting to me. Yeah, he has like a very Obama-like uh, presence, <laughs> and that just like how Change. he speaks. Yeah, he just—he's a really good speaker. Just, I felt very uh, persuaded. I would have taken both pills to see what happens. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you get your stomach pumped after that? I don't know. I think you just go to the place where it's all white, and you're just like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> is this purgatory?" Uh, I I did have to mention though. I know I uh, said I don't love. I, I do like some of the slow motion scenes, but I do have to shout out like my whole life since that. It's been like anytime I'm in the pool, it's like, oh, I'm running on the walls. Or I'm, you know? <laughs> You're doing the back bend. Definitely. Going through the Matrix moves. Well, that movie, we talked about this earlier, that scene of him dodging the bullets got spoofed so much. Yeah. Like it's in so many things. Just by like, I think just two years after the movie had came out, it had already been spoofed over 20 times. How many movies do you think me and you could like name that spoofs Matrix stuff? Because I know just a few. I'll talk. I know without a paddle does the the shot scene. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. God, it, I would have, I would not have remembered without and I remember without like a paddle. Shrek three. Yeah, I knew there was an does animated like the movie girls that did it. Like does like the kick and where they jump up, like the girls kick. The oh yeah i, yeah, I mean does. it would be hard she to... jumps in there and does a trinity kick and i really think the and mid- will smith was sitting there going <laughs> i really think yeah I, dang i should have done that <laughs> wild wild west <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad um <laughs> even getting mad during track but i think that movie the mitchells versus the machines i think even that had a Ma- matrix reference it I'm had sure. kill I mean, bill like, it had a kill bill reference like i just remember going who is this movie like they had several kill bill references <laughs> that i like when i was watching i was like reed you gotta watch this you're gonna love the yeah it does the alarm and everything she like goes crazy in it mm-hmm. all right i'm looking up movies with matrix references yeah i named two pretty, yeah pretty I'm- impressive I, that's impressive because I know, but I think there's like a hundred scary movie. Obviously, you yeah, do The Simpsons, definitely. A Grandma's Boy, <laughs> the whole character in Grandma's Boy. I forgot oh, about yeah. this. The uh, guy is like JP. He's like, what are you dressed like? You just got out of the Matrix. He wears oh, like the black yeah. leather jacket and You're has his right. hair slicked back. You're right. <laughs> or the Matrix is just the. Uh, the height of that cyberpunk stuff and it actually made it look cool like not that i ever wanted to wear that stuff but it actually in in the movie it works in this one i think this is saying in star wars 2 attack of the clones there's a matrix reference that's crazy i don't remember that scary movie that's great i forgot i i remember oh yeah kong Kong, uh, pal The cow shoots the milk at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't believe you just remember Yeah, I, I just, that's three off the memory. Man. But it just felt like in the 2000s, it felt like if you were going to do an action scene, it almost felt like it was biting off this Matrix uh, stuff. And I feel like it's influenced all of action movies since then. 
feel like this movie is a really great representation of the allegory of the cave, uh, Plato's cave, or just like, I don't know, there's a lot of like the the counterculture fighting the man type of yeah. themes. And just with how Mr. Anderson looks, he just looks like a dull corporate guy. It almost, this movie too reminds me of Office Space. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, that guy could have been Lindbergh. <laughs> um, wait, how's Lindbergh sound? Is that is that his name? Limburg. Limbach. Yeah, is it Limburg? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Anderson, you're going to need to come in. <laughs> About that TPS report. Yeah, you could replace. That would be hilarious if it was that That would be guy. a funny mix-up or match. Didn't Chappelle do a... Yeah. A, I, I, I was going to mention that earlier. Because he gets the phone and he's like, he's like, Morpheus? Morpheus? <laughs> Where are you? And it turns out I think Chappelle's just in the office. He's like, ah, Gotcha. It, yeah, it just yeah. ends like right there. It doesn't end, end great, but it's pretty funny. Still, that's that's another reference. Yeah, oh yeah, we're that's rolling. True. That's true. There's there's tons of, I don't know. It was just everywhere for a while. How do you feel watching the movie back? Like, do you think it holds up? Do you do you still like it a lot? Like, oh yeah, you... I mean, it's entertaining. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's one of those stories that, like you said, anytime I can watch a movie and pick up more stuff and be like, oh yeah, that kind of yeah. makes a little bit more sense now and. And I in the acting in it's pretty you know pretty good like it's definitely not like for that movie. Anytime you do sci-fi stuff, sometimes the acting can be very hit or miss. Where it's yeah. like, but I guess now you're seeing more and more green screen and all this Marvel stuff that I guess people are getting better at it. But there for a while, it just felt like sometimes you'd watch some stuff and be like, ah, this feels a little not like overreaction to what's actually happening. But this, I don't know, this seemed. I don't know. I really like this movie. Yeah, I think The Matrix 2 holds up with at least a lot of the practical effects and things that they did because, like you said, Marvel, a lot of those movies are shot behind a green screen and it's harder to buy into the realities of those movies sometimes because things just don't look real. Mm -hmm. And I bet this set, I bet everything that you're seeing in like both both worlds are as real as they could make them. <laughs> I will. So even like the set design and everything that they did just i don't know like i watch it and i'm like man that's crazy that they pulled that off at that point in time like the saw i remember watching it and being terrified when like neo's mouth like, oh my god i'm glad you brought that up that they, it's even like even re-watching it i'm like ugh, like how are you gonna call like he's like let me get my phone call and they're like how are you gonna make a phone call when you mm -hmm. can't talk and it's just like that so that shot it's from uh it's a reference to the sci-fi novel i have no mouth and i must scream yikes yeah so that just like even hearing that title sounds horrifying and read in that shot they did that with some cgi a lot of it was like plaster and prosthetic makeup over keanu Reeves' mouth but still like that shot was terrifying yeah no that that stuck with me i i, I hated that as a kid uh, I also hated uh, just the tracking device too. I guess he's lucky it chose his belly button. I know. <laughs> yeah. I like. I even wrote when I was watching. I was like, "Ugh, the weird cricket scares me too." <laughs> it's hard to. What is that? Thing? Yeah, I don't know. A cricket. That's a good name for it. Men in Black reference. <laughs> Again, Will Smith. <laughs> ah! I thought though when I was watching this, I thought me and Neo had very similar strategies at the bar. Just kind of stand up in the corner, <laughs> <laughs> away from your friends. 
I thought it'd be funny too. I realized it was definitely a computer system when he was. They were hearing every word they were saying to each other. I felt like if it was me at the bar, I just Trinity would be telling me stuff, and I'd be like, "Ha ha, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's yeah, totally, totally." Yeah. Just only hearing like every third word. Sounds good. No, yeah. oh, nice shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing it with this girl, guys. <laughs> she is all over me. <laughs> so some shit about a white rat. I don't know. Oh, what I was gonna tell you though when we were like with the set design and everything there was stuff that happened like during the shootout in the lobby when Keanu goes in like with all the guns and they just you know shoot the crap out of the place yeah this at the end of the scene it does a wide shot to kind of show all the destruction and like a piece of the wall or ceiling like falls that was not planned at all oh cool it just like accidentally happened and they like loved it so much. They're like, "All right, that's the shot. We're like leaving that in." Mm -hmm. So that like it's kind of cool, like the authenticity, as you were saying, of the movie. Like even stuff like that. It's like, man, it did feel real because it was real. Like yeah. that actually happened. Yeah, they really killed twenty security guards. Yeah, like the body count in this movie was incredibly high. <laughs> I heard that three minutes like action scene took like ten days to shoot too. The whole the the last scene or one of the last fight scenes like in the subway with Keanu and uh, I love that one yeah it's a great scene but mm -hmm. it went 10 days over like what they were scheduled to do yeah that's crazy there that's, was that stuff sounds exhausting <laughs> I mean I'm sure that's like why that guy it was so important to them like when you like you said like the rewatching of the movie the fight scenes are great I mean the choreograph of it is good it's I'm never like oh this is even with the ridiculousness of kicking someone that far and <laughs> it plays by the reality that they create yes created. it does it does a good job of doing that but even in that world it's like when neo at the end like after he's finally like he's been shot and dies and it's like resurrected and he's just going slow while that dude's like coming at him with everything yeah that that's hilarious like, it is funny but it is so it's also really cool because he's just like it it doesn't look like ridiculous at that point, like if you've played a lot of video games, it feels like once you're at the end of the video game and you play the guy that was the level one boss, you're like, this guy used to give me a challenge. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that part, that scene just always makes me laugh just because his expression, he's just like, it's like, huh, okay. He just switches over to one arm. It's like, this, this is easy. So now I'm going to just explode him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to dive through him. That was a little like, I remember seeing that for the first time. Like, Wait, so he just dives through him now? How did that, like, that felt for everything. I didn't understand that. Well, I understood that, oh, this guy can just do whatever he wants. But then moving forward in The Matrix 2 and 3, is like, why ain't he just exploding all these why people? Why didn't he just keep <laughs> jiving into people? Yeah. <laughs> he could just stick to that move. I heard uh, Samuel L. Jackson was a candidate for Morpheus. I think he would have been great. He would have been a good Morpheus. And I think I might have mentioned him on earlier pods, but there's Samuel L. Jackson and uh, and Larry Fishburne have been like. There's so many roles where they were each one were you like the Larry? next guy. Oh, Larry! Yeah, <laughs> that's what we called him in uh, uh, Night on Air Elm Street Three. Oh yeah, his name yeah. was. That's what his name was in the credits. Oh, yeah, it was Larry. I forgot yeah, about that. I'm just more acquainted with Larry than you are. So Gary Oldman was also considered for Morpheus. Uh, he would have been great. Sean been Connery as well, I believe. Yeah, Sean uh, Connery. At least that was the rumor. Another person that just didn't understand it. But I totally get that. If someone was like, 
back then was like this is some a video game like movie i'd have been like ah, i don't know about that yeah i mean that was even like at that point in time like i mean there was a movie that came out extents did you ever see that i didn't jude law it's very it's it's good but it's very video it's could could have been what the matrix was where it's just like a very good entertaining midstream movie but this movie is or midstream just I, didn't, I don't know what I was trying to say there. Just like not very mainstream, but this movie is so big, it's crazy how uh, popular it got. Oh, I mean, no doubt. These girls, so they they had wrote for Marvel. They had wrote comic books. Who? The, oh, okay. The girls, the Wachowski yeah, sisters. Yeah. <laughs> they had wrote for Marvel, and they had actually their sisters. Did we determine that? I don't know. I'm calling <laughs> them. <laughs> they, they are to me. The Wachowski sisters. Yeah. Uh, I just think there's so many brothers that make movies together or do podcasts together. Yeah, the Cohen brothers. They're honorary sisters. What are the? What, who are the brothers? The Facebook I bet. guys. The guys that lost Facebook. Oh, the Winklevoss twins. The Winklevosses. Yeah, yeah, they should meet them. Well, they so ironically they use a lot of <laughs> twins in this movie. Oh uh, yeah. So like when they, especially when they Those were twin cats. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but when they uh, with the girl in the red dress, it was like. And like even one of the guys like that play like one of the guys that walks past him is later a cop, and like in that same shot, and it, they did all this and used twins because they wanted to look like carbon copies, and how like this program just yeah. creates all these very similar looking people in this world. I'm glad you brought up the woman in the red dress because Switch, I believe, yes, uh, it was so like not funny, but it's just like it's very strange that everyone was like, oh, here he goes. Trying to get Neo to like, hey, you want to hang out with my uh, my the lady in the red dress? Like, hit me up anytime. Like, that's like his go-to introduction. Oh yeah, with everyone. Like, they're like, oh boy, here he goes again. Yeah, he always pitches this. Like, I don't know, it's just kind of gross. Yeah, it's really weird because it's like, oh, are you? Like, well, I guess it's nice, but he could have just done that in private. You know, he didn't have to put him on blast in front of everyone. It would have been weird if it would have been even weird if been like, yeah, can we like do that right now? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what am I doing here? It's been a pretty tough day. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to learn a few lessons. Let me uh, take a t few tutorials with you. So Neo, did you know it's an acronym? It's an acronym for the one or for one, obviously. Yeah, there's a lot of that biblical stuff. In the, there. I, so I thought that biblical stuff was pretty cool, like Nebuchadnezzar. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They, uh, I mean, even Trinity. I mean, the Holy Trinity, of course. Yeah, but I thought Nebuchadnezzar was really neat that it was because i didn't realize that nebuchadnezzar had like a dream that he couldn't interpret and that he spent a lot of like the daniel trying to like the book of daniel trying to like figure out what it meant mm -hmm. and so it's like a search for answers yeah. which is why you know the ships nebuchadnezzar is kind of like the search for answers basically and then even in the nebuchadnezzar there's it's model Mark 3, number 11, which is a reference to Mark 3, verse 11, which reads, And whenever those possessed by evil spirits caught sight of him, they would fall down in front of him, shrieking, You are the Son of God. Mm -hmm. And so then, it, I mean, and then Neo dies, you know, and is dead and is resurrected. Yeah, of course. And kind yeah, of, that's, and he, that's the big one. He had gone back into the he's, Matrix he's too, to like computer, sacrifice computer himself. Jesus at that yeah, point. he's computer Jesus. That's hilarious. <laughs> computer Jesus. <laughs>
I like to picture my computer. But yeah, Jesus I need to go back and Neo in the Matrix. I need to go back and <laughs> reread that whole Bible thing. It's like it's kind of like a kind of like a kid, you know, seeing the Matrix. It's like really, I only remember Daniel and the lions. <laughs> yeah, I remember the action. <laughs> yeah, you you only took away like a few of the things. The three hundred threes. Do you know about all that? Yes and no. I knew. I'm I'm forgetting some of that. I knew that like the ones and zeros were. Like he like Neo lived in one oh one, which is just coding zeros and ones. Yeah, there's theories that's either uh, like you said, that's just the binary coding, but uh but that's also a tribute to George Orwell's room one oh one in uh nineteen eighty four. Okay. I believe that's that's the room that they put people in where they have to are like uh, subjected to their worst phobias and Ooh. uh it's been signified as a room where like an item could be placed and never be found again. So people think the machines put Neo in one one oh in room one oh one, trying to hide him. Ooh! And the binary thing, I, I read this too. I thought it was cool. It said, "I like that a lot." That's I did cool. too. I read that. That's really like, neat. Yeah, I was like, I believe that. I'm taking that. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. But it said the one oh one actually appears a number of times in all three films, though no one uh, knows exactly what it means. If anything, the popular explanation is the one oh one is binary for five which to a computer is the sixth number because computers count from zero. And the events of the film take place in the sixth interaction of the Matrix. Neo is the sixth one. This is the sixth time the machines have destroyed Zion. We learn that this is the sixth iteration from the architect's conversation in the second one. Not in this movie, but uh, but I thought that was like, whoa, uh, cool. But yeah, the, one, the 303, though, Trinity 3, uh, and just how there's three, and then Neo, the one. Well, isn't that the original room in the beginning of the movie that she's in? Yeah, and that's one thing I picked up on this time, too, is the Agent Smiths, they knew they were going to that room. They were able to cut them off because they just were going, oh, this is one of their access points. Like we've, We caught Trinity here before. Well, it's the same, yeah, it's the same, at the end of the movie, it's the same room as the beginning of the movie. I, I, I didn't catch that until like this last time around. Yeah, I, I didn't either, which does make perfect sense. Yeah, definitely. I was like, that's another thing where I was like, oh yeah, Mr. Anderson, or, or Mr. Agent Smith that mess around. No. They're they, smart. The counter is just an all-around, like, He's not the savior of like just the Matrix. Like he's just an all around good guy too. I, yeah, I just think there's something watchable. He's a likable guy. Like I don't think he's really. I, I think most like ninety percent of actors are just playing a version of themselves, and he's he fits that bill to me. But uh, but he's just a likable guy. I, I, I root for him. I, I want him to win. <laughs> I want him to lead that you know that uh, t ball or that. That little league team to the championship. <laughs> Every time. We haven't done hardball yet. I, keep, I forgot we haven't done hardball yet. Other things, the 101 I saw uh, found, uh, it says also parallel to like numbers used to describe beginner tutorials contrasted with the 303. Uh, but it said the 303s is an allusion to Trinity, which is in Christian theology, defines the three-in-one nature of the single Christian God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And the illusion is supported by Trinity kissing the lifeless Neos, who life returns as Neo, and uh, that's when he like realizes he's the one or whatever. But that's what confused me about the movie that I didn't realize till this time around, because it feels like the Oracle. I don't know. It felt like it's all about love. Yeah. Like it's like 
and it was she was on the fence whether or not she loved him and then i guess he's dying and she's like oh i realize i love you now. <laughs> but <laughs> now but, that you're dead <laughs> but even still she always had a vested interest like we talked about like she was watching him from the very beginning of the movie Cypher's even like, you love him, don't you? I mean, like, she always loved him. I think she just never vo- never really vocalized it. Well, I think they might have cut something out of the movie because I feel like uh, their their romance just was not uh, explored enough. It didn't evolve It definitely enough. felt like all of a sudden we're in love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're just... I, was this her first movie? It was the first... So I read something that it was the first time she ever saw herself, like on the big screen so i think she'd done a bunch of tv stuff okay but i don't think but she said after this like she had to wear sunglasses everywhere she went because like people recognized her <laughs> i'm just imagining her still in a matrix get up like yeah. all leather leather like <laughs> the glasses she wears or her movie glasses <laughs> why does this keep like happening? she's dressed up like trinity yeah just with, with her hair slicked back mm-hmm God, keep this wearing is so black annoying. leather and these sunglasses everywhere i go and blaring techno music there's other things I'm not going to read them all because they're more biblical s- scripture and quotes. But the in the second Matrix on the on the truck that there's a lot of license plates that have scriptures oh, that's cool. on, on there, yeah. and uh, I think Trinity and Morpheus Cadillac on the freeway. It's like DA two o three Daniel two o three. It says I've had a dream that troubles me and I want to know what it means. Some more shout out to Daniel again. Uh, what up, Dan? And, and and another cool one it said agent smith's uh, car uh said like it had a scripture on it it means like behold i have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire that bringeth forth an instrument meant for his work and i have created the waters the waters to destroy i just thought that was there's a lot of cool stuff like that that is that's created really interesting smith. Hmm? created the smith oh yeah exactly i thought i was like oh they really put a little thought into all these easter eggs i like that other, uh, I wanted to circle back, other possible Neos that I thought would have been, John Cusack really wanted it, apparently, and was, like, lobbying and trying to get people to, like, mention his name for it. He really wanted to do it. Man. Brad Pitt was approached, but just was like, this doesn't feel like this is my role. Uh, Nick Cage, like you mentioned, Mark yeah. Wahlberg, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't understand it. He was just like, I, no, this isn't. I'm, what an idiot. I don't like this. <laughs> well, he was doing, I can't remember what it said that he was also doing. His, oh, Ewan McGregor was approached, but he was doing Star Wars. Yeah. The Phantom of the Menace. Yep. David He'd Schwimmer. Been good. He would have been really weird. That would have been strange. That would have been really weird. Yeah. I think he would be, he's the worst one out of all those. I think I can't, I can't imagine him in this role. Leon the Professional also approached about playing Agent Smith. I forget his real name, but he played Leon the uh, okay. Professional. Yeah. He'd have been good. I, I, I don't like I like the actors in it, but I don't think there's any besides Morpheus, I'm not really crazy about any of their performances. Like you could I feel like you could replace any of the actors with a lot of those people you named and I'd be like, Okay, cool. Or sometimes I might be stingy on that. Like, mm-hmm. no, he's that guy. Like See, I think Trinity it's such a unique, like, kind of, like, when I look at that role, I kind of think she nailed it. I'm not saying she didn't nail it. I think they all did a good job. I, I just don't think they're that interesting characters. I think the world is more interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think there's anything about... It feels like the characters are, like, very secondary. Neo's the most bland, the one ever. It feels like they try to give him personality by making him wear wacky leather suits. <laughs> 
We're we, but I do now. like Tank and Link. They're probably my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were it, bad, though, because before they kill, they have a problem. Or before they're trying to, like, get revenge, they have a problem of just, like, yelling or talking before they kill someone. It's like, why don't you just kill them? Yeah. Like, that one brother is like, no! Tank 20 feet Dezer, away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just, it reminded me of Austin Powers, where he's just waiting on the, uh, oh, the yeah. steamroller. Yeah! <laughs> That's that guy from Mad TV. Is it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. No! I, I always loved how that movie ended with it's just like his family. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember exactly, but it's just uh, like, what happened to dad? He got steamrolled. <laughs> Classic tale. Nothing like a good steamroller. <laughs> Runaway steamroller got him again. Oh, that's hilarious. Have you ever seen that Malcolm in the Middle where Hal gets... The like, steamroller, yeah, and yeah. they just start putting all sorts. They steamroll all sorts steam of objects and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a great one. Dad, I got a basketball. Steamroll it. <laughs> <laughs> they do that with a shredder too in one episode. Oh uh, yeah, it's, uh, they explored a lot of the same yeah. ideas <laughs> in that show. <laughs> that I will say, Malcolm in the Middle, the "You're going to be the president one day" speech that she gives is definitely very like well written and yeah it was a good way to end the series oh yeah i thought so too i like i love malcolm in the middle morpheus in the middle <laughs> that'd have been an interesting show yeah that morpheus in the middle <laughs> life is unfair <laughs> life is not there yeah there you go <laughs> life is a concept <laughs> So, a uh, big question that I've I've been pondering. Uh, I, I do think like this movie is very influential, and you can't deny uh, how big it was. But do you do you like this, or would you rather watch this series or John Wick series? What's well, like more rewatchable? John to Wick to me. So, I like the mate. I'm curious to see the new Matrix. Me too, and I, I kind of, I don't know if I should say the series because that might be a little unfair. Because I feel because like two and the so first Matrix is probably better than any John Wick movie. I would agree with that. The, I would think the first John Wick is really good too. The, it would go one one, yeah, of both of the Matrix and John Wick. The first one's the best, and then honestly, the second ones are kind of like repeating but more action in both movies. Yeah, I thought John Wick three though was way better. The second one felt. Too much of the same, but the third, Did the third one, one had common in it. Uh, I, the I, don't know. One I, I think they're all good, but the second one, the action just starts to feel like, oh, I've seen a lot of this. But the third one, it felt like they're like, we got to make this action even crazier, and it was just like did he you, fights everything. Did you hear me? What was it? The second one or the third one that had common? I, I said I didn't know. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't hear you. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's, Boom! He's in one of those. Grenade exploded in my face. Is that the one that had Bobon in it? What of them had Bobon in it? That's the third one. That's the third one? The third one is he's just, it has just crazy fight scenes. It has Halle Berry, dog scenes, fighting other people. Uh, have you not seen that one? Yeah, I've seen it. Well, I, I don't know. I just. It starts with a car chase. When I've just, I don't know. They could all start. I don't know. I forget. Chase. Man, they all just, two and three kind of blur together. Well, I think is if, there you, a fourth if you were to rewatch. Yeah, there is. If you were to rewatch, though. And I think in Matrix Four, he has a beard and long hair because because of John Wick, because he's filming John Wick. And you get Morpheus in both. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of Matrix connections. Why well, I had to had to bring it up. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Trinity made an appearance either. To answer your question, I think right now I've got more interest in seeing Matrix 4 than I do John Wick 4. Yeah. So I would probably say Matrix. But realistically, I think if there was if it was just based on the three that are out there, I'd probably go John Wick. Yeah. I, I think Matrix... Uh yeah, I mean, I would, I would rather rewatch John Wick, but I think Matrix is just such a, even, even the second and third movie, they're just such big movies. Like John Wick, I feel like doesn't have that much influence on no. movies. Like there's a few movies that have maybe emulated its style, but it feels so small compared to the Matrix. <laughs> the whole murder everyone genre has been out there before. It's not like they reinvented. The yeah, world yeah, movie. exactly. They they just did everything really well. It was movie. just like headshot, 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 headshot. It was like, oh wow, I'm you know not used to that. Well, I think one of the cool things they had is I think the people that like uh, directed the movie were stunt doubles themselves. So just the stunts were just awesome. a notch better than most movies. Obnoxiously good. <laughs> in the scene, I do want to mention yeah. Keanu in the scene where he is in the pod. And it's like being birthed, he lost 15 pounds for that and like completely shaved his whole body. Gross. I know. <laughs> That's what, like, I always thought that goo on him looked gross. But then I realized, like, the grossest part of him is that he doesn't have eyebrows in yeah. that scene. Like, it's like, oh, that's what freaks me out the most. I really wish Neo had a catchphrase. Just like, I shouldn't have taken that, that dang red pill. You know, yeah. I should have taken that blue pill. What was I thinking? Like, yeah, if he was like the Samuel, or like, uh, Oh gosh, I'm getting too old for this stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Murtaugh, if he was, yeah. should have taken that blue pill. <laughs> oh, Agent Smith, I forgot about this. Refers to Cipher as Mr. Reagan during their meetings. Yeah, Mr. Reagan, and they're the only two people, him and Neo, that he refers to by their like real world name. Okay, because like. Okay, I went. They think. both have a Matrix name, and they both have a. Like, we don't know Morpheus's real yeah, world true. name. We don't know Trinity's real Probably world. Probably Larry. Name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Larry. I'm Morpheus. I'm not Larry. Um, call me Morpheus. <laughs> Stop calling me Larry. That was my name as a kid. One day. <laughs> That's interesting. Cause I, I saw something online going back to my theory about them just representing like corporate America and the man and just the oppositional force, but it said that. Mr. Reagan could have been like the president, Mr. Reagan, yeah. uh, just re representing the Republicans, because he also said he wanted to be an actor oh, and I... be important. All right, okay, Mr. Reagan. So I thought that was an interesting uh, oh. possibility, too. Oh, I forgot he did say that. Mm -hmm. he, and he does become an actor. Yeah. In The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's my theory. Oh, did you know that? So it shows like some of like. Morpheus's like passports and stuff. You or not Morpheus's passport, but Neo's passports. And one on his passport, it was set to expire uh, weirdly on 9-11-2001. Wow, that was like the expiration date. That's when the nineties ended, man. I mean, that's when. Oh, wait, well, to that is two thousand one actually, but but that I mean, obviously, just yeah, that's strange, crazy. How many times do you would you guess you've seen the Matrix? Oh man, thirty. Yeah. 40. Uh, I mean, it's it's on TBS. It's another one of those TBS movies or USA. Maybe it's more of a USA movie, but it was on a lot. Like America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what I meant? Like, 
Well, I probably I probably only watched it like I know it's me. I probably watched it twenty times, but I probably seen the last thirty minutes like fifty times. When I was a kid, I would put in, I would like put in the DVD and fast forward it to when they're about to break Morpheus out. <laughs> I'd yeah, pretty oh much yeah. just watch the the dumbed down action scenes and just be like, "This is so awesome." No context needed. The whole helicopter scene, I remember even on the rewatch, I yeah. sat there and went like... Another slow motion That scene, had to be the most expensive shot in the whole movie. It's like, beautiful. It's a great shot. That building is the... Uh, oh, gosh. The building in Sydney where they like... Yeah, Columbia Pictures. It was actually... the Where it hits on the building is the actual the screening room of Columbia Pictures in Sydney, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, how uh, how do you see yourself? Like, if you were in the Matrix, what do you think your idealized self would be? <laughs> oh man, someone way cooler. Probably like way. I mean, just way cooler. Yeah, a, a, an actually a talented and good comedian. Okay, <laughs> I thought like I, Philly Jim. I'm just now imagining you being the Joker. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be great. Uh, no, I don't have. If I was in the Matrix. Yeah, I mean, like, someone cool, dude. Hmm. Someone awesome. Way I'd, cooler I, than me. I was imagining myself just with a beard. <laughs> That's it? That's it, just a full beard. Like, just yeah. you with a beard? Yep. I it, picture me, like... Maybe a cool other jacket, since you can get away with more stuff in there. I picture me having two good Achilles. <laughs> mm, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be great. I've always been... <laughs> also, no leather. <laughs> oh, no leather? Yeah, I couldn't do any leather. I, look, I would look ridiculous. Or, like... I'd have to go like Tyler Durden, red leather. It's funny to me though, because I like, just go Tyler Durden. Okay, <laughs> that's who I'd be. Okay, I would look like Tyler. Nick Durden. would be Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt in Fight Club. <laughs> I think that's the answer always. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> Nick's not wearing a shirt again. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny that the leather outfits. It's like I know they're not. It's like they're not even trying to keep hidden from from the computers. You know, yeah, like, yeah. if you saw them, you'd be like, oh, it's obviously. The people in all leather. <laughs> He's like, roll your eyes. It's like, obviously Tyler Durden over there. Yeah. And and I do think the outfits, like, it works for the movie, but they've just aged terribly. Like, there's scenes where they're just supposed to be serious and cool. And I, I'll just laugh because they're just in these leather, draped in leather. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, they've been in that same outfit for two You know weeks. it's hot, hot as hell. It's not because it's a computer, they're I guess. They're sitting there but, gold bonding up But like in crazy. real life, when they say cut, they're like, get this thing <laughs> off of me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, they're just like throwing it up in a clump against the walls. Get off me. In that lobby uh, gunfight scene, whenever they shoot the elevator down yeah. and the fire explodes through the lobby, it really reminded me of The Shining when the blood's like, coming through the elevator doors oh, it like nice. flows through yeah i didn't think of that i'm not one that tries to think of the shining as much as possible well i i don't go into the movie thinking about it but just watching that it was like huh where have i seen this before uh one of the other things one of the other god things i thought was interesting is at one point when like neos they're driving around he's looking around he just says god and trinity just goes what is it <laughs> It just uh, said, it almost sounded like she just thought she was God. Yeah, it was just it was definitely one of those moments where like hmm. in the opening scene, that's what I was thinking of. The date stamp on the phone program says two nineteen nineteen ninety eight, and then at the end of the movie it is nine eighteen ninety nine, which means the movie takes place exactly nineteen months over nineteen months. Huh, like nineteen months from the first scene. I from guess. the first scene to when he's hanging up that phone, we're, we're looking for you. I guess he does grow eyebrows then, back. <laughs> yeah, he grows eyebrows back, starts flying. 
Yeah, yeah. That was a little ridiculous. I, I remember like when he starts flying, I was like, oh my gosh, so he's like Superman now. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely Superman, computer he's, Jesus. He's leather he's, man. He's all those things. Uh, I, I I liked it, though, just a kid. I was like, hell yeah. Like this is all. <laughs> He's fully realized his powers. Yeah, and to me, this movie, uh, if you compare it to like superhero movies, I think this is like a top five superhero movie. Maybe like one of the best ones, because you just get those same feelings of watching this guy learn his powers and abilities. But in superhero movies... They usually the third act is usually way too cheesy for me, and in this movie, it the third act it might lean too much into just uh, an action too heavy on the guns, but it's still awesome. The way they did it was awesome. I think it's the last time in the series that he uses a gun. I mean, why would you once you realize? I, you're I the think one? it is. I think I read that that it's the last time he uses a gun in the entire series. That's interesting. I could I could see that because the second one it seems like he's just like making walls and stopping bullets and flying around and yeah. doing stuff like that. And then the third one, he's, I don't know if he's in the matrix. He's like at a train station. Most of the movie, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we can talk a little bit about just, uh, all the matrix movies, but cause me and you, we watched the second one first. And as a kid, I loved that one. Yeah. Right off the bat sex scene. Oh, oh, is that the yeah? That's the whole orgy scene. Yeah, it's just like like Nick there mentioned with a, our mom and Miss Amy being like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I just, I just, I remember being like, I, I still didn't know what the movie was, never seen the first one, but I was in, I was on board. <laughs> yeah, 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 like sign me up. This <laughs> concert, is this? Seems, the Matrix. <laughs> this concert seems dope. <laughs> I, I need to get the DVDs of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I told you, but like. I try. I was rewatching The Matrix, uh, and I accidentally rewatched the third one uh, instead of the second one. And then I tried to watch the second one. And it just ruined it for me. I, like, <laughs> and I, I just hated it. I was like, the first one's the best. I just it really is. It's so good. Uh, I really think it's. I think it's thought of as one of the best standalones. But as far as like action sci-fi movies goes, I think it's one of the best ones uh, up there. I don't really keep a list around, but it just balances out the action with the uh the philosophical ideas and all the weird stuff it just it all works it's it just seems like it's all in a package that it shouldn't work but it just works so i, I totally see why a lot of people turn this movie down well i think re the reading of it the so this the wachowskis ended up they were having a lot of trouble with the script because of just people not understanding lawrence fishburne i never even finished that original thought an hour ago was yeah. that he thought it would never get made. He he understood it, but he went, this is never going to get made because it's so smart. It's too smart. Mm-hmm. And he just saw that being a, a struggle. Well, the the Wachowskis ended up creating, like, a, getting, like, these storyboard artists and, like, paying these people that are considered, like, some of the best storyboarders to be like, look, we've only done one project at this point in time. Like, we don't have a ton of credibility. Look at what – this is our vision, though. Mm-hmm. And having it like to have like something that people could see because it is a it's a very unique concept to wrap your mind around. Yeah, and, and like we we've, we've touched on like those ideas are more accepted nowadays. Like just even like Spider Man having like the multiverse and stuff like that. Oh, like, everything's now multiverse, and the Flash on WB or whatever is multiverse. Yeah, like, just like other realities isn't like a crazy concept anymore. But in the '90s, it felt like oh my god, the Matrix. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely, I'd say uh, 
just like closing thoughts, just definitely it's a worth worth checking out if you like action movies or sci-fi movies. It's one of the best. If ones you there like is. pills, yeah. If you like drugs, <laughs> if you like taking pills. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> check this out. You're gonna love this movie. If you like green tinted scenes, if you're sitting at home in your your leather outfit, <laughs> we got the movie for you. <laughs> if you're if if you think you need a leather superhero in your life. The only thing I wanted to touch on, I meant to say this, is just one last thing. It's just going to annoy me if I didn't say it. But uh, in The Matrix, my only other nitpick with it would just be the ending. Like, you mentioned him flying away. Like, it's a cool ending, but I'm still sitting there wondering, like, what's he about to do? What are the implications of everything? (laughs) Like, yeah, he just destroyed this, the computer program, but like, what's Zion? What's going on there? Yeah. And I, I guess they're setting up for the sequels, or they weren't thinking about the sequels. But it's still, it's like, I wish they showed a little bit A little more. more closure. Just like five minutes of closure. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, Over. half our crew is dead. <laughs> uh, these robots almost kill us. We just sent out this EMP. But Neo's good, dude. Yeah, but Neo can fly. <laughs> yeah, Neo's just like nailing he it. He is so cool. Have yeah. you seen his newest he's suit? Got, he's got new glasses, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been fun. I enjoyed watching this and getting to hang out. And happy Thanksgiving to... To everyone that's listening, thankful for uh, the people that are listening and have listened, and the fans and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Me and Nick, uh, it's it definitely encouraging. We don't if if the numbers were getting worse, it would if this this pod would get kind of sad. Would be yeah, but numbers <laughs> have been getting better and good, and so thank you. We're very thankful for anyone that indulges this weird <laughs> hobby that we have. But yeah, just. Same thing. Thankful for everybody. Thankful for the family. During Thanksgiving, we just sat around and watched some sports, and then we uh, we watched uh, what was that movie called that we watched? Up in the Air. Up in the Air. Yeah, with George Clooney. Surprisingly check, good movie. Check it out. It was it was really, we enjoyed it. It was hilarious. I'll say it's one of the like funnier movies I've seen in a really long. time. It's funnier than most comedies that I've seen in like a long time. Yeah, there was some good parts to it. It was well written. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening. As always. Uh, feel free to check us out on iTunes and um, and Instagram at Movie Ruiners if you want to drop us a review. Every little positive review and follow helps. Uh, so do your do your part and help us out, uh, especially if you made it this far. <laughs> so thanks so much. Uh, as always, we're thankful for you and we appreciate you. And we'll see you next time.